Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. As we discovered last week, God defines his identity in who he is. It is because of who he is that he does what he does. God has made known to us his heart, that is, that no one should perish, and his mission is to reconcile and renew all things to himself. So in his great love, he made a way for us to receive and believe. For the fusion of heaven and earth began and is fulfilled in Jesus. Let us read Ephesians chapter 1, verses 9 to 10. Having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. God himself made a way became the way, taking on human form, died in human form, raised in human form, and remains in a glorified human form. Through Jesus' shed blood, he made peace. He conquered death, and he conquered the bondage of self and the powers of evil. All who have received Jesus as Saviour and Lord are rooted in him. The daily walk is being built up in him, knowing and experiencing his true identity and our true identity in him. God the Son in Jesus became our identity, so we could become his identity. Our identity in him is defined by who he says he is and who he says that we are. For when God speaks, it is so. For our identity is in who God is and who he says that we are in him. He declares that in receiving him we have his identity. Therefore, we are holy, righteous, kings and priests, conquerors, overcomers, chosen, beloved, that is, most loved, adopted, is, redeemed, justified, reconciled, Saved, cleansed, healed, empowered, transformed, strengthened, renewed, appointed, blessed, forgiven, and given in Christ. So today we are going to journey through Ephesians chapter 1, beginning at verse 3. And this is our identity. Jesus' identity is ours. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 to 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him In love. 
Let us look at each of these aspects. So we are blessed with every spiritual blessing that is past, present and future. That is corporately as the body of Christ and individually, which is intimately and personally. Our identity is in him. And blessed means being because God so loves that he honours us. He honours us and raises us up to be seated with Jesus at the right hand of himself, God the Father. That is, places us in a position of honour and authority. God blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So the first aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is, we are blessed. The text states that he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. Just as Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, or the Anointed One, chosen by God, so too are we chosen by him. God himself in Jesus the Son chose to be the Chosen One. Before the creation of the world, God the Father, Son and Spirit, in his great love chose to create humanity and give his identity to us. Yet humanity in the first man and woman chose to allow their identity to be marred or damaged or corrupted by giving power to their selfish desires and evil, choosing to become one with good and evil. So God in Jesus became our identity in the perfect human, so we could become his identity, being restored to how we were originally created. As Jesus is, so are we in him. Jesus was chosen, so are we. So the second aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is, we are chosen. The text states that we should be holy. This word holy is the same word used to attribute to God's presence, to his precious spirit, the Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that together with the Father and Son created. The Spirit of God himself. The same Holy Spirit that overshadowed a woman and Jesus as a human was born of the seed of the Holy Spirit. The woman's name was Mary. She carried the chosen child and gave birth to baby Jesus. It is this event that we celebrate as Christmas. God in Jesus chose to take on human form, born of spirit, so we, born of the corrupted seed of humanity, can be born of the incorruptible seed of the spirit. Jesus came clothed in human flesh to restore and renew our identity in him. Wherever God is, it is holy ground, and the Holy Spirit of God dwells in us. God is holy, so are we. The third aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is, we are holy. The next aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is that we are without blame before him in love. That is blameless. 
for us to be blameless before him in love was God's desire before he created. For because he so loves, he desires a people in equal love relationship with him, without blame, without shame, his crowning glory. Yet God's love is so great that even knowing that humanity would reject his love and corrupt his identity in them, he still created. He still gave free choice and never interferes with the right to choose. For that is true love. Remember humanity chose to be unholy and blameworthy, living life opposed to God's perfect will. So before the creation of the world, God the Father, the Son and Spirit chose in love, a perfect love, a pure love, to create and give free choice and make a way to receive his chosen identity. The position of being chosen is available to all. How we respond to the invitation determines our identity and everyone has free choice. In Christ Jesus, this is our identity now. We are not talking about behavioural issues. This is about identity, to realise who we are and to live in the fullness of that reality. When we see ourselves as God sees us, surrendered to his perfect will, letting him make his truth a powerful reality in our hearts and minds, our behaviour and desires become one with Jesus. Jesus is blameless. So are we. The fourth aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is we are blameless. Let us continue in Ephesians 1 and verse 5. Having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. The next aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is that we are adopted as firstborn sons who inherit all things. It is the will of the Father. In fact, it is his good pleasure for all to be predestined to be a child of God. That is his heartfelt perfect destiny for every individual since before he created. Yet each one has free choice. And not everyone will choose to receive Jesus as their Saviour and Lord. Jesus is the Lord of everyone's destiny, whether they receive him or reject him. Jesus determines the destiny of all creation. In him we are adopted into a privileged position as firstborn sons, whether we are male or female, young or old. As sons is not a gender description. It is a position of inheritance speaking into the culture at the time of writing, where the firstborn son inherited all things. As sons, it is all about identity and relationship. Identity of the Father. Sonship, as seen in Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus' inheritance, his identity, his kingdom 
he gives to us. Together we are declared one with Jesus. Jesus gives all of himself to us. Jesus is the Son who inherits all things. And as Jesus is, so are we. The fifth aspect of our identity, Christ Jesus, is we are adopted as firstborn sons. Verse 6 To the praise of the glory of his grace, by which he made us accepted in the beloved. The next aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is that we are accepted in the beloved. In this context, accepted is more than included. It means to be embraced in love with special honour. God said of Jesus, This is my beloved Son. In him I am well pleased. Jesus is not only the personification of God's love. He is also the supreme object unto whom the Father lavishes his love. Beloved is most loved with special honour. This is the amazing thing about God and his love. Each individual is most loved. In the reality of sonship, we are caught up into the perfect love, oneness and intimacy between our Father and Jesus. Jesus said to his disciples when you pray, you pray to our Father. Jesus' relationship when he walked the earth as a man of love, oneness and intimacy with the Father is ours. Jesus as a man, unlike us, he was still fully divine. But he surrendered his human will to that of the Father's will. In fact, that was his spiritual food and ultimate victory as a man. Our relationship of intimacy, love and oneness is a beautiful work of God and a gift to us all to the praise of the glory of his amazing grace, which is undeserved favour toward us. Jesus is most loved. So are we. The sixth aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is we are accepted in the Beloved. Let us continue on in Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 7. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. The words here, we have, is a present reality. It is an action. It actually means to take, to possess, to hold on to, out of necessity, to be joined to, to find oneself, to adhere to. And what a wonderful picture this is of being redeemed, set free from the imprisonment of death, evil, and our selfish desires. What it is to be forgiven. God in Jesus took on human form, shed his blood, and provided the deliverance for us to choose to take and possess or reject and deny. Jesus' sacrifice is an eternal sacrifice 
for eternal deliverance. We are totally delivered from guilt, shame and bondage to self, evil and death in Jesus. When we say yes to Jesus, we receive all of Jesus, including his victory. Jesus is victorious, so are we. The seventh aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is we are redeemed, we are forgiven. And verse 11, In him also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. It is the perfect will of God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ that we are one in him. Remember, it is the predestined will of God that all things will be gathered together in one in Jesus. Yet God never interferes with free choice. As we read earlier in Jesus, we are adopted in the Beloved as firstborn sons. Therefore, we have obtained an inheritance. It is for us to take it, possess it, and live in the reality of it. We have already, that is in the present tense this very moment, obtained our inheritance. Jesus inherited all things, so do we. The eighth aspect of our identity in Christ Jesus is we have obtained an inheritance. So what is our inheritance? We have a future inheritance of receiving our perfect resurrected glorified bodies, bodies that never get sick, never wear out and never die. Perfect bodies, perfect character, the character of God, perfect spirit, just as Jesus. We will never be divine, but we will be like him in his humanity. This is our future inheritance. Jesus is in a resurrected, glorified body as of now. So we will be in future time. The book of Ephesians testifies of our today inheritance and his identity. We have his presence within. We are holy, blameless, adopted, in the beloved, redeemed, forgiven, made alive, raised up, being built together, empowered, gifted, a living witness, children of light, one with Christ, his bride, his body. Verses 13 to 14. In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession, to the praise of his glory. For as you speak it, Lord, so be it. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered and transformed in Jesus' name.